What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Back at it again today, man. A lovely, lovely spring day. Um, March 27th. It's Wednesday. Hope all you guys are enjoying your hump day. We are just uh, one day away from the Sweet 16 tomorrow. Um, but, man... Speaking of college hoops, this is the time of the year where kids start transferring, and what we're here to talk about today is all of these coaching changes that have already taken place. Now I'm about to read off a list about all these coaches that have switched places, that have got fired, that have got hired, this and that, um, and then I'm going to talk about the ones that I like the most and the ones that were most shocking to me too. So let me just start off with the smaller schools. So. One of the first moves was William and Mary fired their head coach, <clears throat> Tony Shavers. Um, I don't, I'm kind of skeptical about that move, but it is what it is. Bill Kennedy was actually fired at Texas A&M, which wasn't that much of a shocker, but it happened. Washington State actually fired their head coach, Ernie Kent, <clears throat> which is not a surprise at all. And they actually just hired Kyle Smith, who was a former San Francisco head coach. Um, George Washington, they fired their head coach, Maurice Joseph. They have yet to replace him. Appalachian State fired Jim Fox. Elon fired Matt Metheny. Um, and <clears throat> University of Missouri, Kansas City fired their head coach, Kareem Richardson, but they hired Billy Donlin, former Northwestern assistant coach. Tulane fired Mike Dunleavy, and then they hired Ron Hunter, who left Tulane. Tulane is still looking for, um, I mean, not Tulane, Georgia State is looking for a head coach. Tulane hired, like I said, Tulane hired, they fired Mike Dunleavy at first, and then they hired Ron Hunter, um, who was from Georgia State, and now Georgia State is on the lookout for a coach now. A shocker that happened yesterday, two shockers in the SEC. Like I said, Texas A&M fired their coach, but two shockers that happened in the SEC. We'll talk about the other one in a minute. Alabama fired Avery Johnson, which was kind of a shocker to me. I don't know if it was, or it was more of a fire, but they it was a buyout. The buyout process happened, obviously. Um, and the crazy news of today, they already found their new head coach, and former Buffalo Bulls head coach, Nate Oates. If you know me, you know I'm an avid, avid fan of Nate Oates. He's a hell of a coach, did have a hell of a job um, in his couple years, or his few years at Buffalo. Obviously took him to the NCAA tournament these past two seasons, and now he's the head coach at Alabama. So that's crazy because I did not expect that move to happen at all. It's crazy how this stuff happens because it's just like it just comes out of the blue. So that one was pretty crazy to me. Um, UNLV fired Marvin Menzies and they hired former South Dakota state head coach, TJ Otzelberger. Um, that was a kind of crazy move. They were supposed to, or the main man that was supposed to get that job I was hearing was Mike Miller because he's a hell of a recruiter. He's familiar with the area, especially, but they went with TJ. So I think that's a solid move anyway. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think with the right staff, he can do a lot of damage, um, in the mountain West next Wake Forest fired Danny Manning. I don't think a lot of people saw that as much of a shocker, but it happened. In the Pac-12, California fired Y. King Jones. Wasn't really much of a shocker either. He had a couple bad years there. Um, Vanderbilt 
fire Bryce Drew after going 0 for, I think he went 0 and 18 in the SEC conference, which sucks, but Bryce Drew is a good coach nonetheless, but I don't know. I guess some of these schools, I think they, they think they're better than what they are. The athletic directors aren't in reality. They think they're Dukes. They think they're Kentuckys. They think they're these blue blood schools and they're just not. Um, another one that caught me off complete guard yesterday, Arkansas. Arkansas fired Mike Anderson after eight seasons. Mike Anderson is a hell of a coach, hell of a recruiter. I know he's definitely loved down there in Fayetteville, but they got rid of him, which is crazy to me because I think he's a hell of a coach. Regardless of, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll find another job soon, sooner than later. But it is what it is. Um, supposedly Kelvin Sampson, Houston's current head coach, they're playing the Sweet 16 versus Kentucky on Friday. He's in the mix for that job because the AD at Arkansas is the former AD that was at Houston previously when they worked together. And so he's in the mix for that job. So we'll see. Another one that wasn't really a shocker. We all kind of seen it coming, but it shouldn't have. Nebraska fired their head coach, Tim Miles. Um... Like I said, they're supposed to be getting Fred Hoiberg, former Iowa State coach and Chicago Bulls coach, but Tim Miles is a hell of a coach. He's a great coach. I honestly would love because Michigan State has some head, uh, assistant coaches that are thinking about leaving because they're good enough to coach Coach Fife and Coach Stevens, but I wouldn't mind having Tim Miles as an assistant coach for us because he's a hell of a coach. But um, other moves. Let me see. Scott Cross, former UT Arlington head coach who was fired for no reason because he was a hell of a coach last year. He got fired last year. He took the job at Troy. Um, Mercer hired former Purdue assistant Greg Gary, which is cool. They're in the Sweet 16. They'll play uh, Tennessee tomorrow. Idaho State fired Bill Evans. They have yet to replace him. Howard head coach Kevin Nickelberry resigned. Um, Iowa State head coach, some good news, Steve Prom For Cyclone fans, Steve Prom extended his contract through 2025. Um, and some sad news, BYU head coach Dave Rose is retiring, who actually started the job in 2005. Um, look for Utah Valley head coach Mark Pope to be the primary man for that job. He should probably get it. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, yeah, look out for that. Stony Brook. Expected to promote Geno Ford to head coach after their coach left. Um, Stetson hired um, Donnie Jones, former Dayton assistant coach. In San Francisco, they have promoted assistant Todd Golden to head coach after um, – what's his name? After um, – Kyle Smith took the San Francisco job. So these coaching changes are crazy. I'm pretty sure this isn't the end of them. This is just the ones that I caught on. I'm not even going to lie to you. I really don't care about most of them, but I just felt like I had to let y'all know. But like I said, Nate Oates to Alabama is a hell of a move. Um, I Like I said, I honestly didn't expect him to, but it kind of all makes sense. You know, this was probably his best class, his best team that he, he would have had at Buffalo. The team that he had this year with Nick Perkins, Jeremy Harris, C.J. Massenburg, Devontae Carruthers, Devontae Jordan. They had a whole bunch of players. They had a whole bunch of seniors. They just lost in this round of 32 to Texas Tech. Like I said, this probably would have been his best team, so it kind of makes sense for him to leave. And, you know, he's a hell of a coach, so I don't blame him. Um, but Alabama, that's a whole other animal. Um, hopefully he'll get a good staff to help him recruit locally in the area because I don't believe – I don't know where his ties are. I don't know where Nate Oates is actually from. I'm pretty sure he's not from Alabama, though. But 
Shout out to Alabama's athletic director for securing him because, like I said, Nate Oates is one hell of a coach. Um, he easily makes the SEC a much better conference. I mean, I like – don't get it twisted. Every Johnson should still be the head coach for a fact. Every Johnson is a hell of a coach. He had Alabama in the NCAA tournament last year, even though they lost in the second round, I believe. But, um, yeah, they lost in the second round to Villanova last year. But – Every Johnson still should have that job, regardless of what. All these black coaches getting fired is ridiculous. Um, but that's a whole another conversation for another day. Like I said, Mike Anderson should should still be at Arkansas still because he's a hell of a coach too. Those two coaches in the SEC were good coaches, for a fact. I'm not I'm not worried about them. I know they would get jobs somewhere else. Um, even though it sucks because they kind of fit those jobs perfectly, especially Mike Anderson. Um and Avery Johnson, but I know they'll do what they do. But for Alabama getting Nate Oates, that is a one major, major move. I'm not going to lie. I honestly thought, you know, you fire Avery Johnson, you buy him out pretty much. I didn't think you can get better than Avery Johnson, but I'm not going to lie. I think Nate Oates is a better college coach than Avery Johnson. I think Avery Johnson might be a better NBA coach, but college coach, yeah, I think I'm going to take Nate Oates. But. So that's for Alabama fans, Roll Tide fans. Y'all should be pretty happy with those moves. That's a like I said, I can't even continue to say how much of a good move that is. He just has to find the right staff. They haven't really announced their their staffs yet, but you know, the SEC is booming right now. A whole bunch of good coaches. Obviously you have Coach Calipari at Kentucky, you have Coach um excuse me, you have Coach Crean at Georgia, you have Coach Barnes at Tennessee, Coach Mike uh White at Florida, um, and now you add Nate Oates at Alabama. It's real interesting now. Real interesting. And, you know, he's already Nate Oates is already used to playing versus SEC teams. He actually played SC or he actually played Kentucky in the round of thirty two last year after they beat Arizona. So he already kind of familiar with how Calipari plays. So he just made Alabama basketball much better. So like I said, that's probably my favorite move. I'm still mad that Arkansas did that to Coach Mike Anderson because, like I said, that's a that's one of the best coaches you'll have. I don't think you're going to – there is some good coaches out there, don't get it twisted, but Mike Anderson was that man for the job, for a fact. I don't think you're going to get better than Mike Anderson. He made Fayetteville, Arkansas relevant. He had them in the tournament. He produced a few NBA players. Um, and Dwayne Macon, I believe is his name, plays for the Mavericks right now. And he has Bobby Portis who plays for the Washington Wizards right now. So I don't know, but I don't like to move. I heard the players were hurt. I'm sure a lot of players out there are hurt, but sadly it's just the name of the game. It's D1. It's just how it goes. Sadly, I hate it, but it's just how it goes. So with all that being said, um, if other coaching changes happens, um, I will definitely inform y'all. But that's just the majority of them right there. Like I said, a lot of teams made a lot of moves. Um, and I doubt uh, there's still vacancies. UCLA still open. Um, Nebraska's still open. There's a couple big-time schools out there that, you know, coaches will probably look into. A lot of candidates will probably be interviewed. So I'll update you guys as the coming days, you know, pull through. So with all that being said, man, please like, comment, rate, subscribe, share, review, and all that good stuff. I appreciate you guys, all my listeners. Y'all have a blessed one. Um, it's a great day outside. Get outside, get some sun, um, and continue working hard, man, and finish out this week strong. So with all that being said, this has been another episode of the Kebo Bands Who's Podcast. Peace.